Welcome to the Sharkpreneur Podcast with Kevin Harrington and Seth Green. Kevin Harrington is the inventor of the infomercial, one of the original sharks from the hit TV show Shark Tank, and has generated over $5 billion in TV and digital direct response sales. Seth Green is the world's first trusted authority on cutting edge direct response marketing, a best-selling author, and the only three-time Marketer of the Year nominee. On the podcast, Kevin and Seth interview Sharkpreneurs who share straight talk on what it takes to explode your business. Do you want to become insanely successful? Do you want to be the go-to guru in your industry? Do you want to be talked about for all the right reasons? For over 40 years, Kevin Harrington has helped people just like you become significant influencers. Now he's broken the process down in the key person of influence roadmap, and it's yours for free. Just text KPI to him at 727-888-2100. Text KPI to 727-888-2100 right now and claim your free step-by-step guide. Text KPI to 727-888-2100 to get the recognition you deserve and experience the success as the go-to voice everyone listens to in your industry today. Welcome to the Sharkpreneur Show. This is your co-host, Seth Green. Today, I'm joined by Damon Burton of seonational.com. Damon, thanks so much for joining us. Hey, my pleasure. Thanks for the opportunity. All right, let's dive right in. What is seonational.com? So SEO, search engine optimization, the easiest way to explain it is I work with businesses to get them to show up higher on Google for terms they can monetize. Awesome. And let's go back in time. How did you get started in the wonderful field of search engine optimization? It was a series of, uh, of luck and decisions, but it basically started, you know, at some point I was probably the neighbor's kid's friend's dog that did horrible websites for somebody else. And uh, so I got into web design and then had some traffic building up. So I looked into how to monetize it, which got me into marketing, which I uh, trial and error and then taking on clients. And then uh, 12 years later, here we are working with clients across the world. Okay. That, that was a really short version, the longer <laughs> version. Probably maybe fill a book, not quite sure. All right. So let's, when did you first start providing SEO services? 2007. 2007. Okay. Do you remember what type of business your first client was? I do because they are still a client. That is awesome. Tell me about them and how the, how they found you, what their issue was, how you helped them. Yeah. First client was a company called EMS Solutions. At the time, they were called PCB Solutions. So they do circuit board manufacturing and they were looking, their industry is very traditional and, and old school, say where it's, you know, door knocking and company presentations. And so they wanted to get online and, and started by doing a website for them. And they said, hey, we're gaining more traction. How do we push this up further? And, um, you know, at the time, my agency was more on the design side. And so we said, you be our guinea pig and we'll be yours. And, and we had good luck with it. And so we started rolling that out to other clients. And, and then at the, about a year into it, I said, hey, SEO is our thing. And uh, we stuck to it ever since. Awesome. And I assume you've branched out beyond just circuit board manufacturers since then. Yeah, being able to, you know, the Utah Jazz, the NBA team is one of our newer clients. So that's exciting to work with them being, being from Utah myself. Um, we've worked with, um, you know, agent, real estate agencies across the pond. Uh, we work with mom and pop locally, but m- most of our clients tend to be um, cloud-based services, technology providers, software providers, or some sort of national brand. Okay. So as a basketball fan, got to ask, how'd you get into the Utah Jazz? 
It's uh, one of those stories where it's, it's um, you know, a, a good connection after another. We took on a client, had good work. Um, we had only been working with them for about a month. And they said, hey, I want to introduce you to this other guy. Chatted with this other guy, took him on as a client. And two weeks into working with him, he says, hey, I like where we're going. Can I introduce you to the jazz? <laughs> so, and you said, uh, of course you can. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, you know, that's, that's, that's pretty common. Most of our growth comes from referrals, but um, that's obviously a, a little more exciting one. Absolutely. So I, I got to ask, what do the Utah Jazz need SEO for? It's not like anyone else is ranking for Utah Jazz if you search for them, right? It's, it's actually a really common question I get. So the, the Jazz, the, the NBA is interesting. It's, it's a franchise. And so the Jazz are not just competing against the Jazz. They're competing against NBA.com. They're competing against you know, all these other retailers, because to, to, to an extent, the NBA kind of owns a lot of the merchandising rights. And so other people can sell jazz products too, not just the jazz. And so we work with them on the retail side of things to, to help them sell their merchandise. Okay. So do you want, so are you focused on the e-commerce side of like jazz jerseys, jazz hats, jazz gear, as opposed to like selling tickets? Exactly. Yeah. And, and that's pretty much how they split it is, you know, one group does, does ticket sales and the other group does merchandise. And so we're on the merchandise side. Okay. So that makes total sense then why they would need SEO so that their e-commerce shows up before somebody else's e-commerce. Um, so you talked a little bit, what are some of the biggest misconceptions when it comes to search engine optimization? I'm always surprised to hear some of the old stuff that you thought would have died a long time ago, like meta keywords, you know, Google themselves in 2009 said meta keyword tags. We don't look at, um, it, so any For of these our listeners who don't know and viewers, what's a meta key, what's a meta keyword. Sure. It's, it's a little snippet of code you add at the top of a website. And so years ago, you know, a decade plus, uh, to help search engines understand what a website is, you would just put these little comma separated keywords, but understandably they become abused and stuffed. And so search engines said, we need to look at things outside of what webmasters can directly manipulate. And, and so meta keywords, they kind of dropped a while ago. Darn Google. We like things that we can manipulate. <laughs> All right. Um, so that's a misconception. What are some others? Uh, that you can do SEO cheap. You know, just the logistics behind it. You're, it's, it's either your time or your money or, you know, somebody else's time. You can't cut corners on SEO. If, if you have these opportunities uh, where you can, someone's offering SEO for 99 bucks or 300 bucks. I mean, I would even go so far as to say that you can't get decent SEO for, you know, less than 750 bucks a month. And even then you have to be in a specific industry within a specific geographical area. That's not hyper competitive, but just the amount of content you have to create and assets you have to create and distribute. It just doesn't come cheap. That makes a lot of sense. So, and, and forgive me, SEO is not an area of expertise of mine, which is why I'm excited to interview you and pick your brain a little bit without giving away any secret sauce. So you talked about how Google got rid of the meta keywords that you could stuff your website with. What, and I know they try and hide their algorithm from everybody. What is it that you're finding is ranking, getting websites to show up better in 2019? Yeah. Uh, you know, one common question I get a lot is how do you stay ahead of the trends? And in, in my opinion, SEO hasn't evolved 
a lot, dramatically, I'll say. It's still the same core. Uh, it's, you tackle the same core things. So good site structure, loads quickly, is intuitive and user-friendly, uh, good content, and then good external credibility. Do you show up in the news? Are other people talking about you? Now, obviously, the way that you tackle those have changed, but at its core, those are still kind of the, the pillar of what you do within SEO. That makes a whole lot of sense. What are some of the, uh, you talked about the Utah Jazz, obviously, but I'm assuming NBA teams are not necessarily your normal bread and butter. You talked about the types of folks you work with. What are some of the magical transformations that you've had where they came to you, maybe they weren't found anywhere, and then what kind of impact it's had on their business when you worked your magic? The, there's two that come to mind because immediately because I've been chatting uh, about them and doing case studies. So one is uh, an online retailer. They work in uh, an electronic space. I, I won't tell you specifically who they work because I'll chat a little bit about their revenue. Um, but when they first started, they were somewhere in the range of doing 80000 a year online. And now they do about 120000 a month. And so... Wow, so... 10 X more than 10 X. Yeah. That's incredible. So that one's an exciting one to be able to just see that clear before and after when you look at the data. Um, Another one is um, they're, they're in a health space and I just made a post on LinkedIn the other day and and obviously didn't reveal who they were specifically, but uh, they're up to uh, 2 million a quarter. They, you know, looking at Q1 data, they're at 2 million. And, and before they were probably, um, I'd say they were around 200,000 a year. Okay. So wait a second. They went from 200,000 a quarter to two, which was 800,000 a year to now we're at 2 million. They were at 200,000 per year. Now they're at 2 million per quarter. Okay. So wait, okay. So they went from 200,000 to 8 million. That's a 40 X return. Yeah. That is absolutely incredible. Yeah. Does this is this just for e-commerce or would this work for let's say a business that's not national? Let's say a local service business, for example. So if they're they're online, then obviously it's easier to track the metrics because the conversion happens online. Uh, the ones where the the transaction happens offline, you can obviously track the progress, but not as definitively. But uh, yeah, I mean the processes that we roll out for every client is. Um, we've stream, we've streamlined and documented our processes so we can roll these same things out to any client in every industry. But obviously some industries have a, a bigger or smaller market cap. So that plays a big factor too. Absolutely. 208 million. I'm sure 40 X return will take all day long. So mm-hmm. what do you like best about what you do? One of the things that comes to mind is, uh, you know, we do a lot of content creation and it's always enjoyable seeing the the randomness of the topics that we discuss. So I learn a lot. We, we don't necessarily specialize in a specific industry. We're not just the lawyer SEO guys or the dentist SEO guys. And so when we get exposed to these unique industries, you learn a lot that you would never know otherwise. And uh, when I get asked a similar question, one article that always comes to mind as sticking out historically is we had a, a health and beauty client. And we had to tie in something with their product to National Mustard Day. 
Like that's, that's a pretty far stretch, right? So we, we tasked my team with it and they come back and wrote this beautiful article about the five health benefits of mustard and you can use it for skincare. And just obviously that's a super bizarre example, but in general, just learning about new things is always exciting. Yes, I would agree. When I, there's never a dull moment here. We do not do SEO, but in our direct response marketing firm, we get to learn about something new every day, which is also fun. So uh, tell me a little bit about the structure of SEO National. How does that work? Do you have people working for you? How's, how, how, does that evol- how has that evolved? Yeah, I've got a team of about a dozen, and they all specialize in, in a certain scope of the project. So we have um, you know, uh, one person that is just content research and strategizing. They come up with our content calendar for our clients. Then we have our writing team that they do the, the actual uh, content creation. Then they go to our, our proofers or our content managers. So that's kind of on the content side. And obviously we have link builders that go out and try and uh, get our clients to show up on other websites. Uh, we have a PR team. We have a video and audio specialist. So I, I try to have um, very specialized talents within the team. And and then we'll do a little bit of cross training, but obviously they were originally in that scope of work because it's something they already enjoyed. So we kind of stick to that. That makes a lot of sense. And it sounds like you've put a great group of subject matter experts together to deliver a seamless process. What is your, I mean, you've achieved, obviously you've got some incredible successes. What is your biggest challenge now? Uh, Getting myself out of the way. I'm sure a lot of business owners can relate. So over the years, we've, we've done really well at, at dialing in our processes. And, and so I've taken 90% of the workload off of my, my direct shoulders. But that last 10%, I either start or finish. And so I, even though it's only 10%, I'm, I'm in the way of a lot of things. So there's, there's certain things that as a business owner uh, are, are kind of your baby or you, you want to give more quality control to, and those are always hard to let go. So I, I kind of go in these cycles where I, I reach a tipping point and I go, okay, I don't have a choice. And, and then I do it and I'm, I'm happy with it and I don't know why it took so long. And, and then you grow to the next phase and then these other things come up and you go, okay, you need to go through that cycle again. So it seems like that always comes up. Absolutely. Well, if I'm up, uh... I went through some of these same issues um, and trying to clone myself. So for lack of a better term, I, uh, there's a site called cloneyourselfsoftware.com where um, you can, shameless plug, you can see what we figured out that allowed us to clone ourselves and get ourselves out of the way. Yeah, I'll check it out. So what, who is, and I, I, I know you talked about serving a different variety of industries. Who is an ideal client for you? So I'll set two ways. If we've, we've talked about retail clients, so I'll start there. If we work with a retail client, they have to have a unique product. Uh, the, the type of retail clients we don't work with is that the, the ones that don't have a unique product. So if they, the example I always give is if a client comes to us and says, hey, we sell sports gear and, and Nike shoes are a big part of it. Well, there's a million other websites that sell Nike shoes. And Nike usually won't let you go change the product descriptions or come up with unique content around their shoes. So if, if you come to us and, and you don't have a unique product that you actually manufacture or have control over the creative assets, um, then we'll, we'll probably refer you to somebody else. Um, on the non-retail side, uh, that's actually where most of our clients are, which is kind of ironic because we've mostly talked about the retail clients. But um, we work with a lot of tech companies. We work with a lot of service providers. 
so my ideal client is somebody that has a base understanding of SEO. They understand the value. So I don't have to sell them twice, right? You know, first explain what SEO is and then sell them on SEO. Absolutely. That makes a lot of sense for our our listeners and viewers who are participating in this and want to learn more about what you're doing, what you offer and how you can help them. If they've got a business that kind of fits your criteria, where is the best place for us to send them? SEOnational.com is a company site. Uh, I also blog a lot about entrepreneurism on DamonBurton.com and uh, my social media platform of choice is LinkedIn. I, I do a lot of content creation on there. Awesome. SEO national. Damon Burton and LinkedIn. We will get all those in the show notes. What we appreciate your time. We know it's valuable. What else do you want to share that I didn't think to ask you? Um, I'll give, I'll give a quick crash course on SEO where some entrepreneurs can start on their own. Fantastic. Um, if you want to, you know, content is always the easiest part where you can tackle your own on, on your own side of things because the technical side, you, you may not have the skill set, but everybody is an expert in their area. So start writing Um, and you got to commit to a schedule. So the way that we do it is write in advance, come up with your, your ideas. So maybe kill one day where you you come up with 10 or 20 topics. Uh, because if you think you're going to write every Friday, it ain't going to happen. So you need to have your topics figured out ahead of time. And then when you do put on your writer's cap, just crank out four or five at a time, um, and, and commit to posting that content on a weekly basis. So content is the easiest in for somebody that wants to tackle SEO on their own. Awesome. All right. Well, we greatly appreciate your time. Again, Seth Green here with Damon Burton from seonational.com. Damon, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks, Seth. Appreciate it. Thanks, everybody, for watching and listening. We'll talk to you next time. Do you need money to fund your idea, product, or service? Are you ready to take your business to the next level but need capital to get it done? Kevin Harrington has heard more than 50,000 pitches and knows how to help you make the perfect pitch to get the funding for your entrepreneurial dream. He's distilled the process down in his perfect pitch cheat sheet, and it's yours for free. Just text PITCH to him right now at 727-888-2100. Text PITCH to 727-888-2100 right now and claim your free perfect pitch cheat sheet. Text PITCH to 727-888-2100 to start funding your dream today. This show has been produced by Market Domination, LLC. To discover how you can have your own show completely done for you and turn it into a real published book and become the authority in your marketplace, go to www.marketdominationllc.com slash podcast offer. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.